With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Morning, everyone. It is four past six, and we're in the Toolkit Depot studio for the next two hours. Thanks to our wonderful friends of Fleet Network. They are WA's Novated Leasing Specialist, Garrett Gibbertson, Frank Agostino, Adam Pickering, all the crew down there. You can save thousands on your dream car, car, the Fleet Network team, dot com dot au. 13 12 55 is the number, or 0487 736 736. And I say good morning to a man who just moments ago, <laughs> moments ago, just had one of the biggest brain farts I've ever seen in my entire life. Good morning. Good morning. Oh boy. <laughs> so he's sitting there, and we sit down in our seat. I've just got to share this. I'm quite staggered. I don't know why. You sat down, and you went... Where's my mouse? Because we have a, a, a couple of screens in front of us. Yeah. Where's our mouse? <laughs> and he was picking up. Where, where, seriously. It was seriously <laughs> sitting one inch in front of your face. Yeah. Like not even hidden. It was um, It was actually a step below the <laughs> where's my sonnies and they're actually on your head. Yeah, where's my keys? Yeah, they're under my hands. <laughs> where's my hat? Where's, I haven't got my hat. Oh, it's on your head. <laughs> It wasn't far away from that. Well, it wasn't a great start. It wasn't a great start. But I found everyone. Relax. Found my mouse. Uh, big day. Operate the screen. How are you going? You were uh, dressed in a nice crisp white Yeah, shirt. got a couple of meetings today. Oh, I've, I've got... Uh, real uh, estate related? Yes. Oh, good luck. Yeah, well, I need some. Hey, can you, can you find some rentals? If you can find some rentals, you'd be the most popular human being in That's the world. That's the tough one. I'm trying to find one for my daughter. Well, she's trying to find one. I'm... Pretending to help. I'm reluctantly letting them go because, I mean, she can go, but leave Lola behind. That'd be good. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Taking the little piece of magic out of the house. Well, do you know what? No, no. You, you know what? Lola's not going anywhere. She's not finding the house. <laughs> They're hard to come by. Yeah, in a, bit of, in a bit of pain. Hey, I want to send a cheerio out to a couple of people. Now, you know, yesterday, so I've, I'm, I'm playing in the golf day. For Adult Teen yes. Challenge. Adult yeah, yeah, yeah. Teen Challenge. Yes. For, um, for, uh, Adult and Teen Challenge. Yeah, but it's <laughs> for charity. So I'm playing golf, and for those who don't know, I misdiagnosed my, uh, my donation to it's myself. One of, the, one of the greatest. When you call about, when you talk about brain farts, see, that was one of the greatest. When you set up an account, if you, if you haven't heard, if you've set up an account, and said, I'm going to set a target for $1,000. Correct. And then within a minute, they say, congratulations, Tim. Your donation of $1,000 has made Tim find his target of $1,000. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I've revised my target. Yeah, good. And thank you to, well, we know John of Greenwood, stroke Woodvale. Kim, thank you, Kim, who texted uh, message 50 bucks in yesterday. Oh, brilliant. Brendan from Lansdale, 50 bucks. And the delightful Lisa from Ellenbrook oh. chimed in with 50 bucks. So thank you to those who started. So we're up to $1,200, and I have reset my goal. Do you want to reset it again? <laughs> no, I'm not sending another cent to myself. <laughs> 5000 Whoa. Wow. Yeah, 5000 is what I'm aiming to raise. Try not to make eye contact. Yeah, because, it, you know, and I'm disappointed that... I just donated 70. <laughs> no, you did not. You paid a debt oh, of 70. Hey, uh, so anyway, there you go. So if you want to uh, check it out on our uh, social media pages or if you just look uh, it up, Tim Gossage on, I don't know, where it, uh, the details are around somewhere. <laughs>
Oh, that's yeah. helpful. That is really helpful. Hey, after 7 o'clock, our special guest. Oh, wow. How about that? We're going to go to Mexico. Mexico. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? We've got El Chapo coming on. <laughs> and it's going to be an in-depth... No. Not oh, El boy. Chapo. Valtteri Bottas, Formula One superstar. Yeah, cool. Pseudo-Aussie. And, yeah, I'll tell you, it's not easy to get a uh, F1 uh, no. driver. No. On your show. No, it's easy to get him because his car's a bit slower, so we can stop slowing him down and get and have a chat. <laughs> Tiff Cromwell's going to join us. and he's... you to mention that. Oh, I think he'll mention it himself. I'm going to put it out to him straight away. We'll I see. think he knows. <laughs> he's a state. He was very quick at Mercedes, wasn't he? Yeah. Tiff Cromwell's going to join us as well. So Tiff uh, is an Aussie cyclist, and they've got an event starting uh, in Adelaide in the new year, down with the Tour Down Under. Yeah. Tiff is uh, one of what was an Olympian, and they've been together for several years now. Anyway, they're both going to come on the show. We're going to talk a, a bit about the Formula One, a bit about the cycling, a bit about them, a bit about life they've on got the a road. New event. Yeah, starting up a new event. So we're going to be chatting to them. But anyway, so that's our feature article. We're going to go to them at, uh, I think it's about 5 o'clock their time in Mehihol. Oh, yeah. So they've come from the state. So we'll be chatting with, uh, hopefully we'll have a good connection there with Valtteri Bottas and Tiff Cromwell after 7 o'clock. And Brendan Julian will join us too, talking cricket because Australia is in the midst of the World Cup. taking the trophy for the Sewag. Coral Trophy has cool. been retained by how, Australia. I love how when he has the pause, have a listen, yeah. he has the pause oh, and he goes, all right, I've, I've switched the letters, I'm going to go with Foral. Have a listen. And the check and the trophy for the Sewag Coral Trophy <laughs> has been retained <laughs> by He's Australia. He's got him in this deep. Yeah. <laughs> I might as well, I'm going with I it. I might as well go with Foral. Yeah, that's, that was his moment. Uh, anyway. He's a star, BJ, and look forward to chatting with him. Absolutely. Uh, morning, Goss. Firstly, what a cracking show yesterday. Yeah. Well, uh, the funny part was I actually didn't think it was going to be a good show. <laughs> Why? Well, because the start was a debacle. The wow. kid out there just stuffed it up. Yeah, but you know what? He, he, he owned it. I, yeah, but he got his he got his 30 lashes <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he's a little ginger today, but he's okay. He said, oh, look at him. He's, he's pushed his chair away from yeah, the controls. Like, That's it. Push your own buttons. <laughs> Stuff this. He's folded his arms One and pushed his chair back against the wall. <laughs> First mistake in, what, two years? He's, yeah, no, he's a good fella. He's a good young kid. He's going he's to make it in this industry. You reckon? Yeah. Well, not just yet. He's got a long way to go. But he'll get there. <laughs> There's a lot of kids uh, pushing for the same thing. little backhand. He couldn't measure you. it up in Melbourne, so he's had to come yeah. back to Perth. Just briefly, he'll go back to Melbourne. He sent me a beautiful message yesterday to apologise for his, his start-up error, which was lovely. Did you? Yeah, he did. It, well, it affected both of us. <laughs> well, I, I was, you didn't get angry. Was, no. <laughs> he, he was fearing for his life when yeah. I left the studio. Uh, that's professional. Well yeah. done, Link. No, very good. Uh, thank you, Noddy. The West reporting Don Pike is out of the running for the CEO. Yes, I saw this. Um, is it that my understanding? I don't know. I, I do know that he... I was you said under, it was down to three last time My spoke. understanding is it got down to three. Yep. He was the, he was the clear public record candidate in that three. Yeah, it would have been a... Nice one. Yeah. So look, I'm I'm unsure, and I'm unsure whether the dynamics of the job or the role has changed in any way, shape, or form when the handover is from Nizzi. But Nizzi, I'm led to believe Trevor Nisbet. May I just say, uh, albeit everyone was expecting him to have a role in the transition and the handover, he'll have a role in the handover. He's still running the club. Yeah. But he's not going to be involved and doesn't really want to be involved in the in the replacement. Pre- really? No. I, I think it's. I would have thought he's the best qualified person to do that. I think he'll have an involvement as in what the role is and, and that job description and how it all works. But I think it's very tough, I think, if you're a CEO of a company to be 
trying to find your replacement because no one's going to be as but, good as him. But if you're if you going, it, well, <laughs> that would be the selfish thing to do is to appoint someone who's a real dud. Yeah. Say, well, <clears> and, yeah, and yeah. say, how good was I? <laughs> That's <laughs> was very I? True. He's not going to do that, though. He's, he's not going to be lost the, to... He's going to try and leave the, the, the club in the, the nick that he's oh, left it in, which off-field, obviously. They want to get yeah. the on-field sorted, but yeah, yeah. he can't do that. Yeah. Um, I would have thought Nessie's the best person. And because he's going out on his own accord, he's going out saying, oh, I'm done. Um, it's not bitter, I think. It's not like saying, hey, mate, we're going to let you go. But before you go, can you find someone to replace yourself? Yeah, yeah. It's not like that. He's going out on his own accord. So I would have thought he's the best man for the job. I, think, I don't think he's been shut out. And I, don't think, I think it's a balance that he's just trying to say, look, you've got to pick someone, you know, he could go for Pikey because he knows him or he could go for someone outside. But huge risk. You've got to know footy. And look, and, and we're also going to remember, Trevor Nisbet's not retiring. So Trevor Nisbet will probably find a job inside an industry as a CEO of another company and build them up to, with, with great success, which he's already done. Why wouldn't he want to retire? Just get mm. back, head down south. He loves it, mate. Feet up. He loves it. Yeah, when you're driven like that, it's a, you, as soon as you stop and I can see him consulting, gosh, doing some consulting work. Best entertainment, banter, humour and laughs ever. Thank you, Dirk, listening over there morning, from Dirk. Melbourne town. Dirk and Roy says it's uh, King of the Country Racing Victoria. Any tips yeah. for the Geelong Cup today? Well, I'm a bit out of the scene now, William. I can find some for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're racing in Geelong today. Uh, I'm not. I'm not a huge. I don't really get into Geelong racing as much as, as I should. I think Pickers is your man there, Roy. Just hit up Pickers. Yeah. Hey, Harlem. Oh, messy in. Yeah. Uh, need better instructions than Google it. Harlem wants to know. Um, <laughs> Google it, mate. <laughs> there is a way of paying cash, Harlem, and I, and I don't know what it is. I did I, no, I, seriously. I looked on the website because I, I thought of Harlem yesterday when he said he wanted to Terrible donate. Terrible instructions. Terrible. <laughs> Give people a hand, mate. You got to make this stuff easy for people, otherwise they lose interest. He, he, Harlem won't lose interest. You know why? Because Harlem has got his own. Is that yeah. intro? Stinger for Stinger for the Harlem man. Actually, I'm. Now, do you notice I've got the headphones on the other ear today? Yeah. Well, you're okay again. I'm not okay. I'm on the road to recovery. I went to a said doctor yesterday and got a, a change of uh, um, antibiotic, and they looked inside and said, "Ooh, that's nasty." Ooh. Yeah. So, do you want to hear what they found? No, no. I beg you. I beg you to. Not, I beg you to not <laughs> tell me what they found. <laughs> Unless it's like something really cool, like yeah, it was they, cool. They found it was cool. They found but, a spider but I, that had. Laid forty-seven <laughs> eggs. No, no, no. But it was, um, you know, the end of a, you know, your headphones you stick in a little AirPods, a little rubber plug. Oh plugs. yeah, yeah, that was in there. What? <laughs> How do you not know? How do you not notice that? How do you not pull that out? How far does it get in your ear hole? <laughs> Correct. It was in the canal. <laughs> That's what because you got to sleep with their Correct. With the AirPods on. Correct. Well, there's a lesson for everyone. There we go. Bit of a life advice. Yeah. Do not go to. Well, you can go to sleep on. and just take them out at some stage. <laughs> Dr. Goss. Yeah, first diagnosis wasn't great. Oh, sorry, what? Well, I had the first diagnosis and they didn't see it. Did you? What? Did, how, how can they not see this big rubbery plug in your ear hole? I've got a very big How many times can you say ear hole? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot of space in there that it couldn't. Oh. No, it wasn't an ear plug. It was, it was gunk. Oh, oh, yeah, I should have just stayed with the ear plug. Hey, anyway, to, it's good. Hey, 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 I can't wait for after seven o'clock uh, for our chat with uh, the great man Valtteri Bottas and his beautiful partner Tiffany Cromwell, cyclist. I'm looking and, forward to that too. It's and exciting. today, 
Have we got a sting for the five aside? Can we can we play five aside, please? And we've got a, we've done a lot of work in the five aside, haven't mm, we? We have. It doesn't seem like they have outside. <laughs> look, at them, the look at them. Look at them fumbling. Yeah, what can we use? What can we use here? There it is. Look, it just should be red. I can feel another text coming your way today. <laughs> Not his fault. All righty. Can I just mention, so we had to pick five tall people. Tallies. Yeah, that we liked or may have met, whatever they may be. I'm happy with my five. What what, what do you class as tall? Because you did make a comment pre-game. Yeah. You're saying that women's height is not the same as men's height. Yeah. My height or taller. Well, what are you? 195. That's not tall. Well, women of uh, women could be tall at five ten, which is what one hundred eighty two. That's tall. No, it's no, it's not. Yeah, it's short ass. Five foot ten for a woman. Yeah. No, sorry, you 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 don't tell me you've got an under six footer in your list of five. Oh, I certainly have. Well, that's that's a. Well, there's another list I'm oh going to win. That'll make it three nil, I reckon, in my county. My lists are so much. I put so your much effort into my. No, you're listing. No, you don't. <laughs> Your lists are stinking. The, your your Mate, lists I'll tell you, are, I'll kick your ass today. I'll tell you. Your oh. lists are straight up Google tall people. That's what <laughs> that's all you do. Yeah, and then they remote. Oh, yeah, they're cool. <laughs> yeah. They're cool. And you've, like, never Google met it, them. Yeah, How many thank have you. I met here on my list? I've only met one on my list. I've met, uh, oh, no, I've met uh, two. <laughs> no, three. Oh. Three. One, and my, one of my most famous. If they're all sports people. You should have met them. You've been a journalist for... Thirty years. Not all sports people, mate. Yeah, I haven't. I've got one that's not. But <laughs> he did do some running at one stage. Oh, that's exciting. Stuff. <laughs> he tall, should be number one, really. But I'm, yeah. tall people. If you want to tall people uh, in, uh, text us in zero four eight seven seven three six seven three six. Temperate bedshed, of course, and your you can favorite, check the range. Your favourite tall people. Yeah. Well, yeah. Famous and favourite tall people. Mm. Hey. Hey, well, right now, Roy shows the text and. Who would replace Goss when he retires, Scotty? Would Goss have a say? <laughs> well, if he retired, he might have a get a say. But, you know, if you imagine if management came to you and said, hey, listen, we're letting you go. Do you mind helping find someone to replace you? <laughs> I want to be there for that conversation. <laughs> well, irreplaceable, Roy. That's what I'm saying to you right now. Who is? You. Oh, mate. If I go, I go, mate. Irreplaceable. I mean, no, life is life. You just move on. You find something hey, just, else. Just say thanks, mate. It's just a compliment. Just oh, was say, it a compliment? Just say thanks. The <laughs> bloke riding his bike. <laughs> you remember the green machine? Oh, when you were a kid, the, <laughs> you green, a green machine. machine? I absolutely <laughs> wanted to. Couldn't afford one. <laughs> yes. So I made sure my son got one when he was a little. The green kid. machine. Yeah, yeah, the green machine. The three wheeler. Yep. Pedal and then just get the handbrake and slide it out. <laughs> yeah. oh, yes. Plastic wheels. Yeah. But I don't. Look like that. You get those ones that are lying down. They're basically lying down pedalling, and some are doing it with their hands as well. Yeah. <laughs> I reckon that's too safe. I'm sure your vision's going to be great. No, and not so. And when you're driving, you've got to be aware of them because <laughs> they're low to the ground. Hey, Scotty, 13, 14, 18. So I was giving you a number. I get distracted so easily. <laughs> I know. Well, it's light now. It's bright. Yeah. Oh, may I just mention, um, uh, I was driving to work this morning and I saw the fire brigade heading to Kings Park. Yeah. Doing mop-up today. So the Daglish boys, all four engines were heading there. Um, so sad. So it looks like it's an arsonist. Five different fires over at I Kings Park. I can't believe that. And I feel sorry for I feel sorry you, know, you feel sorry for the bush, but I feel sorry for you know the resting birds and the animals and stuff like that. I'm, it's so sad. Yep. Why? And just the the 
consequences that can have, and especially Absolutely. in a state like WA that has over the years had been decimated by fires. It, you know, oh, look, I'm call me old school, call me a dinosaur, but you know, I think the right punishment would be to find them, pick them up, and drop them in it. Carry on. 13, 14, 18, 27, 30, 31, 32 today. Uh, they are our Goss Lotto numbers for the $20 million Powerball, which is tomorrow night. Yes. But may I just say, you must be listening. and You're going to hear the Powerball uh, sting, this one. <laughs> Goss Lotto! We... We're in seven second delay. We're not. <laughs> so tomorrow morning, out of the six o'clock news at four past six, you're going to hear this. Okay. I'm not going to tell you to call, but you call. So the, you're going to hear oh. this right out of the six o'clock <laughs> news. Giving you four chances to nail this one. <laughs> okay, people have got it now. So you, there's not going to be no cue or anything. That's the cue. That's it. That's the cue. <laughs> That's the cue. Six o'clock. Cue to call. Be call at twenty-seven. <laughs> call it. Call tomorrow. <laughs> And the syndicate is in for $20 million. 13, 14, 18, 27, 30, 31 and 32. They're our numbers and we're guaranteed the Powerball. So make sure you are listening tomorrow at 6 o'clock. We have a Gosselotto syndicate. Morning, Jason. Morning, Legends. Any chance of a three-hour show? Best breakfast on SN Network. Have a great day, everyone. Jason. No. (laughs) Come on, mate. Come on. So many hours in the day that we can produce this. <laughs> We'd have to get extra guests, Jason. We really don't want to. Like yeah. our producer struggles to get two years. We're going to two-hour tolerance of each other. Let me just tell you what happens. It's eight o'clock. We say goodbye, and we just go our separate ways. We're not even parking the same car park anymore. We just go our separate ways. Yeah, exactly. Good morning, Blair Z. <laughs> How how uh, how sad to hear about the Kings Park. Bloody hell, something wrong with the society, right? Yeah, correct, Ryan. Just, really, really it sad. Really is like, yeah. just despicable. And, and you know what? When you I was on the road at the time, and you see it, and you see it, and it's just horrible to see. Mm. Yeah, very sad. Anyway, as I said, I saw the uh, uh, the. The Dagbish boys heading out there, and I know a couple of the boys out there, and they'll be there Works. mopping up today. Metro, Metro, where's Metro? Uh, Zorb, no, Zorb's training now. Yeah. I tell you, he's a, he's, a, he's, he's one of the king. He's a kingpin, like yeah. Top Gun. Yeah, 13, 12, 55. No, Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Ferguson, who played at Claremont and West Perth. He's a fiery out there. Uh, Toddy Bremen, but I think he's on long service. Turbo, he's there. Yeah, Lee right. Walker, Tangles yeah, Walker. Tangles. Tangles is there. Uh, all uh, superstars. 13, 12, 55 and everybody else. 0487 736 Stop releasing their calendars, though. Yeah. So you feel bad. <laughs> Let's get a breakaway and come back. Hey, after 6.30, we're going to have on this day, uh, and thanks to our team at Beaumont Tolls, I've got a question to ask you about the West Coast Eagles straight after the uh, this next break. Uh, and don't forget, Beaumont Tolls is giving away <laughs> two American footies, biggest game worth over $70,000. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12. That's rapidly approaching, and you're in with the chance T's and C's apply. This is Scotty and Goss. Don't forget Valtteri Bottas after 7.
back coming up to 6.30 news. After that, we'll have a sports update, of course. Then we've got our on this day for today. Happy birthday if you're celebrating. It is only two months till Christmas. Oh. Wow. <laughs> and five aside today, wow. our favourite tall people. <laughs> and uh, what we class as tall. I class a, a female who's five foot ten as tall. I think that's tall enough. I'm more about equality. Anyway. You're cool. <laughs> oh, please. You are not. Patronising them with 5'10", <laughs> please. Yeah, the five most patronising people in the studio. <laughs> Scott, has that covered? Hey, Scotty, question. Have you changed your mind? I hate to say it. Have you changed your mind about Harley Reid <laughs> and the West Coast Eagles? They take him at one and forget about all the brouhaha, or do they mix and match or get trying to get two and three, which I don't think they'll get? Well, if they don't get two and three, you take him. Simple as that. Okay. You haven't changed your mind at all? No. Well, originally I was, they need more than one player. Me too, I was. Um, they, they, needed, they needed a glut of players to come into this side. But they're going to get them through the draft anyway. They've got decent picks after it. Um, no, you just, you know what, you take him. We've, we've watched enough of him. We've spoken to him. Um, Spoken to players in the studio about him. Yeah, who played against him. Players were playing against him. Now I guarantee you, we didn't back in long time ago until Cup days that sort of stuff. If someone asked me about a player from Vic Country or Vic Metro, <laughs> and they said, "Is he that much better than everyone else?" I go, "No, yeah. no, he's not." I reckon my bloke, but mm. it's undisputed. Zane Zakalowski and uh, Riley Hardiman yesterday yep. both said, no, "He's phenomenal," yep. and we went after him. Yeah, phase him, and then they you know played with him at the academy games as well. I said he's a rip and bloke, and um, so he's look. He's got this aura about him. I, I hope that uh, he can. <laughs> I hope he can hit the heights that we're all expecting him oh, to. I think he's going to hit the heights. Um, but he seems pretty unfazed by it all too. I think he's handled himself as well as I've seen a young person handle the the attention. As I said, this started last year. But no, no, my uh, thoughts haven't changed. Take him at number one. Because they're not going to get what they need for me to change my mind. After 7 o'clock, Alfa Romeo F1 driver Valtteri yeah. Pseudo Aussie is going to join us. Uh, they're going to be in Mexico with his beautiful partner, Tiffany Cromwell. She's an Aussie cyclist and Olympian. And they're launching a new event here in Australia. And here we are the first to do the interview with Valtteri Bottas and Tiff Cromwell. And uh, fingers crossed we get the good line through to Mexico. Let's get yeah. a news away. Come back on this day. Sports update. And five aside, favourite tall people, men and women in the sports entertainment industry on the way thanks to the shoe bar. Ah, brilliant stuff. Yeah, Geelong Cup Day today. OMF, Australian-owned and designed. Give us a sports update with the best in the business who just needs to clip that beard as to Ted. It's Chris Clifford. Yeah, I was thinking that this morning as I woke up, looked in the mirror. It's a little bit straggly. You look like yeah. a cat weasel. Two words. Cat weasel. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go with unruly, but cat weasel wins. Yeah, it's getting, it's getting a little bit unkempt. It's getting to the stage where... I wouldn't travel. Yeah. No. My <laughs> partner, my fiance, has been asking me to shave it for a long Your time. Fiance. Yeah. How's that Everyone. roll off the tongue? I, I did you hear me hesitate? I was almost said, almost said misses. Got some feedback on Friday too, he did. <laughs> did I he? may have instigated it, but he got some feedback and every one of the uh the girls in our team here said, Get it done. Just get it done. No, they didn't. Date. They were one hundred percent on my said, side. What are you talking they about? Were not. How many had you had? <laughs> Get Set a date. He did, so he got in the car and went home. <laughs> all on my team. They were absolutely not on your team. And no. the fact that you think they were, well, you've got to take a long, hard look in the mirror, I reckon. I don't have any. 
them all down long time ago. <laughs> long, long time ago. World Cup. South Africa cemented their place in the World Cup group stage top three with a resounding win over Bangladesh. Quinton de Kock was the man, 174 from 140. I thought he's to retired. To win. He's nearly, he's announced his retirement. So he has, hasn't he? Yeah. From all, tell me he says all forms of cricket. <laughs> no, nah, still might do the 100. Yeah. Yeah. Some 2020 comments around the world. Uh, Champions League action overnight. Arsenal beat Sevilla 2-1. Manchester United just got over the top of Copenhagen 1-0. And the NBA, which kicks off uh, in just about an hour, just it under does. an hour. Can't wait. The Washington Wizards have waived Australia's Xavier Cooks the day before the uh, season tips off. That is... You mentioned that yesterday. Uh, um, the big news, yeah. of course, that's been uh, doing the rounds. That He had a four-year deal. Yes. And he's it's gone skis. March. And interesting enough, I'm sure they were known as the Bullets. Ah, well, that doesn't sound right. Mate, I'm telling you. I'm, why did I say wizards. that yesterday? Then? I don't know. You were confused. I reckon they, they changed their name to the Wizards. They confused me. Are they, were they known as the... Can, when did MJ buy them? Oh, in the 90s. Was it 90s? Sure, they Anyone wizards. know? Where's John of Woodvale? He'll te- John, text in. Go to Google, mate. 0487736736. Were the Washington Wizards once known as the Bullets? I'm, sh- I'm sure they were known as the Bullets. Sounds familiar. Nuggets and Lakers play at 7.30. Warriors and Suns at 10 o'clock. Good stuff. Well done, mate. That's a terrific sports update. Thanks to OMF. Big, big spring sale is now on with up to 60% off. Selected mattresses. All right. Now, anything can happen. On this day, Birthdays, events, and go. some of the great moments in history. It's on this day. Oh, better than October 24? Yeah, it was a stinky. Yeah, it was a hell, yes. I don't think it was put together very well either. What is this here? Is he in WA Brett? Now, can you read Where's this? Where's my mouse? <laughs> this top of the messages here, just on the text line. Yes. What does he mean? Uh, 442, your text has arrived. SENWA Breakfast is produced by Richard Reed, and I don't mean the entertainment reporter. Hmm. Oh, that's a head scratcher. That's got me. Hey, um... Can you Google Richard Reid and find out what that all means, please? And Jordan played for them when they were the Wizards, but he bought them as the Bullets. They were known as the Bullets. Okay. There you go. There's some useless information. I'm the king. Octo- no one anywhere today. October 25, <laughs> Baron O'Day, because the little things are yeah. everything. Yeah. Strike that one up at the water cooler, everyone. This is interesting. I'm going to tell you why this is interesting. Marion Ross is 95, and this is what we've got to go with that. Who lives in a pineapple under the sea? Blackbird, Absorbent and yellow and porous is he. Got a croaky voice. If not a nonsense, be something you wish. So she did a bit of voiceover work with SpongeBob SquarePants and King of the Hill. But for, for those who weren't born in 2000, um, Marion Ross is best known for playing Mrs. Cunningham in Happy Ah, oh, Mrs. C. Mm. Your beauty. But that is just but they've gone amazing. with SpongeBob. So we've gone with SpongeBob SquarePants. I, I, I don't know if they probably – the young bucks of today probably don't even – have not even known what Happy Days is. Mm. Hands up out there if you know who um, – Henry Winkler is. If Marion Cunningham is. Helen Reddy was born Blink. on this day, 1941. I am a woman, hear me roar, in numbers too big to ignore. And I know too much to go back and pretend. Cause I've heard it all before, and I've been First Australian to win a Grammy. 
turned her back on Australia in the way. She became, an, I think she became a naturalised American. She yeah. died in 2020. She retired from performing. I stand corrected on this. She retired from performing to become a hypnotherapist. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I'm done. Convince everyone that all her music was good. <laughs> anyway, Helen Reddy, great Australian, so they say, was born on this day. Hey, John Anderson, 79 today. UK band, yes, he's 79, as I mentioned. Chris Norman, 73. So don't play your rock and roll. Don't play your rock and roll. Lead vocalist with Smokey, of course, in the 70s, and he is 73 today. Celebrating a birthday, US cartoon voice, famous Nancy Cartwright, 66. Your attention, please, your attention, please. I have an announcement to make. I'm bored. Ha ha! You think you're bored? What about all those poor suckers out there in the audience? Ah, yeah, they just keep praying that their category is next. Well, as long as they are praying and while we're at it, I get to anoint their feet. You keep your hands off me, you little twink, or I'll call the cops. My daddy's a cop. His breath smells like cat food. She does all of those. That's she does all impressive. of them. That's impressive. She originally um, went for the job as Lisa Simpson, and she ended up getting Bart and all those others as well. Mm. Uh, celebrating birthday today, Katy Perry. Married to Russell Brand, she was. Did you watch? Did you watch the Katy Perry mock do- documentary? Mock documentary. Was it like a? It was a mockumentary or documentary? No, or whatever I did it not is. watch. It's like a movie. It was just like a first person, no, like a biography. It was really cool. Was really, really cool. Like yeah. Katy Perry. She's. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Katy Perry, as well. Oh dear. Alrighty. Thank you very much. We just put a. F- a um, Carry on. Yeah, no, Richard Reid. I don't want to know. I don't want to know Richard Reid. Hey, this was launched in 23, 1923. Are you a thick Vegemite or a thin Vegemite? Oh, thin. Ah, thin. Thick butter. Thin veggie. (laughs) (laughs) The Wallabies did this in 2003. 42 points for Matt Rogers in the match. 22 tries in total for Australia. And there is a confirmation of the final score here at the Adelaide Oval and at a cricket ground. It is a cricket score. Australia 142 Namibia wow. nil. And, uh, 142 wow. nil in a World Cup game rugby wow. for the Wallabies. Those were the days when we could play in 2003. And that's and you know the best part about that audio, not the best part, the most amazing part about that audio? Jared Waitley wasn't calling it. Because <laughs> he calls everything. He's the best in the business. Oh, yeah. Exactly right. Uh, let's, uh, that's on this day. Thanks to the wonderful team at Barron Day. Don't miss out on the little moments because the little things are everything. Coming up, five aside, our favourite tall people. If you've got any tall people you like, 0487 736 736. Thanks to the Shoe Bar. Meet your crew yes. at the Shoe. Great place.
Uh, it's time for Five Aside. We just have lists and we don't talk about what we're doing with each other. We just come up with our lists of the favourite today tall people. Thanks to the shoe bar. Meet your crew at the shoe. So if you're going to the Wildcats on Friday yeah. night, meet your crew at the shoe. It is the perfect pre and post game pub to huddle the shoe bar to Higo and all the crew. Yeah, there. good Southern, Southern fried chicken burger too. <laughs> I've tried that a number of times. Great uh, place to shoe. Righty. Scotty. Everyone. Tall people now. Yep. It's people we've met. Yep. People we haven't met. Yep. People we like to follow in sport or entertainment. Yep. All righty, you can go first. A lot of my favourites are the ones, you know, you try to emulate as a little kid, that sort of stuff. But anyway, um, start off, number five, this lady. She's definitely put on an MVP performance as she hits this free throw and it puts her on 30 points. Let's give her a round of applause. Well, a standing ovation. Four-time WNBL MVP, four-time WNBL Grand Final MVP, five-times WNBL champ, seven-times All-Star. It just keeps going. Lauren Jackson. Uh, Very true. Hey, uh, my number five, Lauren Jackson. Yeah, I could easily have Lauren Jackson in my list. In fact, you might be surprised to find that I do have Lauren Jackson in my list, but not at number five. But number five, I've got this. Beautifully bowled, he's got him, cut back and bought a bowled again. A good delivery for Joel Garner. The breeze coming across the ground, cut back in. And Joel Garner, big bird. Again. You got Joel Garner? Hey, you might be surprised that I have him on my list. <laughs> Not do? at number five, though. Oh, very good. Joel Garner bought, my, bought me a, a ginger beer at the Wacker. He was playing for South Australia. Yeah. And he was... That was towards the end. ...courting my elder sister. And he bought a ginger beer. As I had to wait. As he, he, as he, How'd he go? He's not your brother-in-law, so obviously didn't do very well. <laughs> Ginger Beer was about as far as he got. Uh, there it is, Big Bird, Joel Garner. But Number four for me. No, no, hang on. What? But then I thought to myself, if you've got, have you really got Joel Garner? Yes. Okay, well, I'm going to slash that Joel Garner and go with this Big Bird. A wise old bird once told me, and I believe it's true. He said the Eight foot two. Eight foot two. Sesame Street. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. She's probably, possibly, almost tried to crowbar Chewbacca in last week. It's one of my favourite lefties. I could have got him in this week. <laughs> anyway, so number five, you had Lauren Jackson. Yep. I had Joel Garner slash Big Bird. Number four for me is this man. And you know what? You're probably not going to know who it is, but so many will. Trying to reach the green from here, Shooter? That's not possible, sir. I beg to differ. Happy Gilmore accomplished that feat no more than an hour ago. Well, moron, good for Happy Gilmore. Oh, my God! That's two thus far, Shooter. Oh, you can count. Good for you. And you can count okay. on me waiting for you in the parking lot. Who's yeah, Richard Keel. He uh, played uh, Mr. Larson in Happy Gilmore. <laughs> he ended up with a nail on his head. Oh. Uh, he was fantastic. How tall is he? He was, uh, he was Jaws in Moonraker as well. Man, seven-footer. Seven footer. Yeah, he was a big man. That is. He was Jaws in Moonrake. He's been in lots and lots of movies, The Longest Yard, all of those sorts of things. I reckon he could have been a little bit higher, Mr. Larson, to be honest with you. Uh, Dirk says it was, there was a Joel Garner on the Port Adelaide's list. You have no idea, Dirk. We had that conversation this morning that when we wrote Joel Garner, our said producer Googled Joel Garner and he did go to the Port Adelaide list there very briefly. <laughs> then realised there was a more famous Joel Garner. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, my number four, we've already had it, but uh, there's a touch on Lauren Jackson. She's definitely put on an MVP. I just wanted to replay that. Sorry, boys. I just want to replay that. Because 
Who's commentating? Some random out of the street. It wasn't very good. What is that? Over 9,000 fans. Sounds like an Aussie who'd been in the States for a long time. <laughs> anyway, I've got Lauren Jackson at number oh, four. She's 6'5", Lauren Jackson. Richard Keel is 7'2". Uh, wow. Number, th- wow. number three for me is a man who stood at 7'7". Seven seven. <gasps> <laughs> and he was so entertaining. Uh, have a listen. Manute with a fling three. Got it. Oh! Down by 14. Manute with another. Oh, my. Yeah. How about it? Do you know what? Seven foot seven. His stats were so average. He averaged 2.6 points <laughs> yeah, a game, four, four rebounds and three blocks. Terrible. His stats were so average, but he was put together with nuts and bolts, and I found him so entertaining. I respect that. I was just waiting for him to, to Bruce Reed and to snap him to <laughs> some stage, but Manute Bowl. Yeah, Manute Bowl. That's right. I remember him. Uh, yes, Jonesy says, please put Bruce Reed uh, be on yep. the list. Yeah, we had uh, honourable mentions. Honourable mentions the big bird, no doubt about that. Hey, my number three. Can't put actresses in. Can Maria Sharapova. How tall she? Six foot two. No, it's not tall. What? It's not tall. Six foot two. No, it's not tall. Do you think she's tall? Yes, I do. Six foot two. Did you look down on her? Mate, I look down on most people. I look down <laughs> yeah, on you, you short rotund. <laughs> you need to go to Revo Fitness. Oh. Well, it just so happens I am. I'm signed up. <laughs> I've signed up. Are you really? Yeah, I'm going to Revo. What for? Do I want to lose well, weight, stupid? Yeah. What are you reading? Well, they have muffins here, do they? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they've got these magnificent massage chairs. <laughs> <laughs> They're beauties. Maria Sharapova is on my list at number oh, three. Radio number two, please. I think that's a fraudulent one. Well, you've already had him. Uh, we got we play more audio for him. We've already had him. Uh, <laughs> Who'd you get? Uh, Joel Garner. Yeah, Joel Garner. Okay. But two, six foot eight, bowling average of twenty point nine seven. Brilliant. Two hundred fifty nine wickets. It was not yeah. a lot, but every single one of them was taken because the batsman was absolutely crapping himself. Spider Burton is my number two. Oh, That's good call. Spider Burton, one of the all-time good fellas as well. Yeah, 147 the game. Yeah, 210 centimetres, north of Melbourne, uh, and, of course, um, a free mantle, great Subi man, good fella, uh, just one of the all-time good fellas I've ever met in the game. Love by Spider all, Burton. isn't he? Yeah, he's Boy. a beautiful man. Beautiful, beautiful man. He's my number two. Number one. There we go. Number one straight away. Six foot eight Fijian. When you speak of good humans like Spider, you can talk about the games, 213 of them, three All-Australians, a couple of best and fairest, but just a beautiful human being is Nick Knapp. I love it. And everyone loves him. You know what? Takes the piss out of himself, helps as many people as he possibly can. And he's just a good human being. Fantastic human being. You he's might big. see him at Revo Fitness as well. He, uh, he'll yeah, know. well, he should he should come down. <laughs> the signs the signs are there. That he's, uh... <laughs> That's cruel. Come on, Nico. Anyway, so you're, can you give me your five, four, three, two, one from top to bottom, please? Yes, yeah, so it was Lauren Jackson five. Richard Keel, who's Mr. Larson and Happy Gilmore at seven foot two. He was number four. Manute Bowl at seven seven. 
He was number three. Joel Garner at six eight was number two, and Nick Nan at six eight was number one. We're doing this for the shoe bar. Meet your sh- crew at the shoe. Don't forget before and after a pre the huddle. Uh, yep, of course the perfect pre and post game pub to huddle. If you're going to the Wildcats on Friday, get to the shoe pre game. My five four three two one five. Joel Gardner slash Big Bird from Sesame Street. Lauren Jackson, Maria Sharapova, who slips in oh. as a six foot tour. Spider Burton, and we go to the break with news just around the corner. Don't forget after seven o'clock, Valtteri Bottas and Tiffany. Cromwell, we have got linked up with them in Mexico. So we're going to be speaking to the Formula One superstar from Alfa Romeo and the Aussie Olympic cyclist Tiffany Cromwell. Got a big event coming. We're going to chat to them after seven o'clock. But my number Come on, one, give it to us. My number one, and you might not think she's tall. I think she's tall, and she is in the news. And we are an entertainment station. And my number one tall person is Tay Tay. <laughs> Oh, Tim. But stop it. Hey, Scotty, we've got sporting royalty joining us on Absolutely. the show today. Tiffany Cromwell is an Aussie cyclist, South Australian, to be brutally honest, and we, we love good things out of Australia. We'll talk slowly for her. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> and Valtteri Bottas, who, of course, is a Formula One star, and he's oh. a pseudo-Aussie, to be honest with you. I yeah. Mean, he, everything he does has got an Australian uh, um, uh, leaning towards it because he's a beautiful partner, Tiffany. I appreciate your time, and thanks for joining us on SCNWA Breakfast. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, where do we find you in the world? I know you've just come out of the United States from the Formula One. Uh, where do we find you right now chatting with us? Mexico City, right in the centre, ready for the next round. Yeah, of course, on the weekend. Hey, we've got you on for a couple of reasons uh, to, to talk both about your amazing careers, but I want to talk to you about the, the, the big event that's coming up in regards to cycling and gravel cycling. Tiff, yeah. uh, can you t- tell us a bit about that? I, I struggle with gravel. It's got carnage all over it. <laughs> tell us a bit about this, <laughs> uh, this great event that you're both involved in. Yeah, so we've partnered with the Santos Tour Down Under in Adelaide to bring a gravel cycling event something that's you know it's a growing discipline in your discipline um but yeah we we already have one event in finland and our business partner as well has one in colorado and you know the opportunity came to do something in adelaide it's mass participation um anybody can race this year it's a bit of a test event as you always want to do a pre-race first before going full-scale event but yeah it's just getting out on the roads less traveled out in the Adelaide Hills um we're heading out around McLaren Vale and Fleurian oh. Peninsula and yeah it's just something for those who are coming to sport tour down under to come and have a race for themselves so yeah beautiful part of the world that goss and I tell you if they need support crew I'd, <laughs> I wouldn't get past the first winery so don't come to me uh, <laughs> talk us through the 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 gravel racing so it's gravel and road obviously it's a lot more dangerous. There's going to be a lot more action to it. How much gravel are we talking? Are we, are we talking, ready, Goss, cycle, cycle cross bikes? Do you need a cycle <laughs> cross bike? Cycle cross. Um, it's it's a gravel bike is a bike in itself, so it's kind of like a cycle cross bike, but still a bit different geometry. But the tyres are kind of similar. So, like, it looks like a road bike that has maybe 40 mil tyres instead of 32 mil tyres. And, yeah, you can say it can be more carnage, but in general, a lot of the stuff isn't too technical. Like, they're just big open roads, like what you find down the outback. Um, 
but you will have some technical sections like maybe through forest, maybe a little bit of single track. Uh, I don't know the exact percentage yet of what we have for our course, um, but it's at least 70%, 70 to 80, and then you'll have some tarmac in there just to connect the different groups. But in a perfect world, you get as much gravel as possible. Tiffany Cromwell and Valtteri Bottas are online there in Mexico, and we're of course here in Perth at Optus Stadium in our beautiful, uh, our beautiful studios here. I just uh, Tiff, I feel like when I'm riding on gravel, and don't don't get me wrong, I don't ride a lot. <laughs> I ride a lot on yeah, gravel. You know, go on, go on. How do you feel when you're I riding? I feel on like gravel? I pedal a lot, and I feel like the wheels are going around, but I'm not getting a lot of grip. I feel like it's a lot of hard work not to sort of get anywhere quick. Yeah, you'd be surprised. It's about having the right setup. So, you know, if you have the right tyres, they're more grippy, a bit like a mountain bike, you know. And we're ideally not going on real gravel because, yes, then that's like riding on a beach and riding in sand where, yeah, you just – but surprisingly these days you can go pretty fast on a gravel bike. And, you know, it's – as I say, it's a growing discipline. There is one race actually out your guys' way down – down around Margaret River mm. called Seven. And, you know, you can actually go, yeah, really fast and go shoulder to shoulder with people. Sometimes it stretches out and you end up by yourself. But, yeah, I think these days, you know, the bikes are getting better and, yeah, the speeds are getting higher. Tiffany, when you go to a Grand Prix, you can sit and watch the race either on TV and you can see the track wherever you are when when Valtteri's racing. Uh, Valtteri, when you go and watch Tiffany ride in something like this, as a spectator, how, do, how much can you take in? if you know what I mean, or are you relying on reports? Are you relying on the internet? I mean, because you, as you say, if you're sort of often, often gone, uh, or do you sit with the team and ride in the, in the, in the car that travels with the team, Valtteri? Yeah, it really depends on the race. Like some races, I'm like the, the road races. I'm lucky that I've been able to get to the team car and actually really follow the race closely. Sometimes I've been with, um, in certain feed zones, just handing bottles, you know, trying to <laughs> help at least some, somehow, and uh, yeah, sometimes I've been tacked along with some photographers, which they go to a few places of, of the race uh, and gravel races that I've raced myself with, with Tiffany. And uh, oh, that's, okay. that's the best way to follow, really, <laughs> if okay. I can keep up. Okay. I was so, going to ask you that. Are you in your, obviously, your F1 drivers, you've got to be fit. You've got to be extremely fit. So is cycling one of your go-tos to, uh, to maintain the fitness? Definitely. Yeah, for me, it's the, I would say, in terms of training hours, it, it is cycling is the most important one for me it's good for endurance and it's actually when i travel it's a great way to see places uh, that you not normally you just wouldn't wouldn't see and go to and especially with the gravel bikes you can get out of the traffic and yeah it's pretty cool and i'm quite addicted to to cycling nowadays it's it's a Sometimes he wants to ride his bike more than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff, in, in, in Valtteri's world, if it's uh, if the pit crew are, are slow in any way, it could cost him a race. What's he like as pit crew material? Has he, uh, has he slow you up or is he elite in the support vehicle? I don't think he's ever had to change a wheel for me, but <laughs> hand, handing out the bottles, he's, he's pretty handy. I think every race he's been at where he's given me a bottle, I think I've got one, which, you know, because it's common, you can drop bottles yeah. in a road race. Yeah, it's pretty handy. I'd be very nervous about doing that. Though I'd, I'd, I'd know I'd stuff it up. Yeah. <laughs> Sweaty oh, palms. Well, I've stopped at the first winery. Don't worry about that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, in cycling races, I'm way more nervous than F1 races. So. <laughs> Is that right? Is that right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. How's the F1 season going for you, mate? How are you, how are you traveling? Could be better, if I'm honest. <laughs> Don't have that that many points. I think, yeah, for, for me, the target, obviously, after last year was to have, have a better season, to have a step forward. We've been lacking a bit of performance 
on average like we've had some some decent races but on average it's, it's been a tough year like we definitely for, were hoping for better but um yeah we still have few to go and of course there's always hope for for next year for a better better year my daughter is a rusted on formula one we went up to singapore a couple of years ago to watch the race up there she loves daniel ricardo we love daniel ricardo this is daniel ricardo's hometown of course and you've got you're a pseudo aussie because of the beautiful tiff uh, what do you like about australia i know, I know finland's home and stuff and you travel the world but what do you like when you come down to australia one for the grand prix or when you get to adelaide and the like and there's your opportunity to go back again to, to south australia and to be a part of this event which is uh, exciting uh, so many things. Obviously, yeah, that time of the year when I have my kind of time off, it is the summer in Australia. So, of course, the weather is 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 a big factor. It's beautiful in December, January. Um, and just the lifestyle in Australia in general, like the more I learn about it, it's just, yeah, pretty chilled and lots of things to see and do. And uh, also cycling-wise, like, yeah, we've been riding around uh, Adelaide, yeah, McLaren Vale, just the roads, they're so beautiful. And also for me, in my pretty hectic day job it's nice to escape to like as far as you can from mm. <laughs> one season so also the the 12 hour time difference or whatsoever is, is quite quite nice is that your release like it's i've got a i've been involved with uh with pucker up which is a, a, a mental health organization and they seem to prefer cycling trips rather than i prefer golf days they prefer cycling trips they made me ride my bike a long long way and i'm not built for that but it was their, it's their escape. Um, you know, a couple of my mates who are, are really struggling, it's their escape is to get on the bike and to ride and to ride and to ride. Is that for both of you? I know, Tiff, you're you know professional cyclist, but Valtteri, is that better for you to – is that your escape on the bike? It definitely is. Like, yeah, yeah, spot on there. Like, yeah, it is training physically, but also mentally. Is, for me, it's the perfect escape because, yeah, our race weekends and – the season is pretty hectic, so yeah, when you just get out on your bike, you kind of start to process things automatically, and uh, it's yeah, great way to escape. And also the gravel events, like what is nice about gravel is that everybody always welcome. Like no matter if you're F1 driver, if you are a person first time riding a bike, <laughs> or or professional cyclist, everyone is welcome on the on the same line and uh, to be be able to enjoy the, the the event. We're chatting with Tiffany Cromwell and Valtteri Bottas, and we are talking about the the big event, of course. And tickets go on sale actually today, the twenty fifth of October, uh, for the GRVL event. Go on sale today, and we're talking about the Santos Tour Down Under and the event that Tiff's going to be a part of. Tiffany, the, the, has the course been mapped out, and have you had any involvement in regards to it? And have you put in bits that you know you're good at? <laughs> yeah, so obviously I try to make it, but it doesn't always work out that way where I can make a course to my strengths. But yeah, that is obviously one of the first things that we did as our t- we have a whole team working on this. And obviously there's other logistics like working with Santos Tour Down Under and their their teams and the SA police to make sure we have traffic management. But we have got a couple of ideas already mapped out. Obviously I've given a lot of um, ideas and suggestions of where we should ride. And we actually have our other two business partners just in Adelaide now and they're going to go ride the course in the next days and see if there's anything that should be changed or if everything looks okay. But, yeah, but we'll get a chance to ride back to Australia in December and, you know, I look forward to seeing. I've already seen a few visuals of the the roads because I don't know all the gravel roads out there and it looks fun, you know, a nice range. You get the winery views, you get proper forest, you get, you know, a bit of countryside. It should be nice. And even sea views. Yeah, nice mixture of different roads, mm. surfaces, and, and views. 
And, and road services are something that uh, you, uh, of course, had a part of both of your careers. You're in Mexico. Um, again, they're, they're probably not listening to this. Yeah, be they, careful. Be careful. <laughs> they're probably not listening to this. What's it like? I mean, you go from the States where it's, oh, wow. What's Mexico like as far as the leg of the Formula One circus? Yeah, it's actually re- really cool. They're, like the the F1 race here is um, – there's so many people like yeah. they're, they're really passionate fans. Like there's lots of energy, lots of noise is cool. And Mexico city, it is huge city. So of course, minus the traffic. Um, it's hectic. Yeah. It's hectic. <laughs> but amazing ramps and cafes. Oh, and- that's yeah, cool. Like- that's good to know. Yeah. If you like tacos or tequila, you're in the right place. Well, you're involved with a, uh, in gin as well, aren't you, Valtteri? You, your, your loves are listed as one, one tiff, of course. Number one, that's a given. But coffee, gin and uh, and wine. Uh, what's the gin market like in Mexico? <laughs> Actually good. Like there's good local gins. and uh, <laughs> But so far, nothing has beat our, our gin with tiff, yeah. the old, old gin. So still searching for the... What is your one. brand? It's called Oath Gin. Right Ken Oath. Brilliant stuff. Hey, right. Chief, we talk about December and you're coming down at Christmas time for this event and, and going into the new year in January. What do you, I mean, so you've got to stay fit. When you travel around with this, do you how much cycling are you doing in regards to keeping fit? And what what's your next event? And do you have any events leading into to South Australia? Yeah, so obviously for me, like when I come with Valtteri to his events, obviously I need to remember what my job is and it is to be a professional cyclist, so I need to get my training done. So most races I'll have my bike with me, I'll go do my training and then come see Valtteri at the track. Uh, So that's really cool because it gives me a chance to actually see where we are and, yeah, I get all the training that I need to do. This part of the season is now the off-season, so actually I don't have a bike here because also I don't think Mexico City is the best place to ride a bike (laughs) or the next few. So now is like a nice three and a half weeks off and then I'll start training again mid-November and then we have a team camp in December, actually back in America, in California. And then, yeah, my schedule right now, it's still to be confirmed, but we have the Australian Road Nationals in January, so that will likely be my first race. Um, so try to get fit for that over in Ballarat. And then hopefully my team will be racing Santos Tour Down Under. But, yeah, still waiting for these things to be confirmed, but then have rattle gravel in that as well because, obviously, you know, I wouldn't be able to race that. Hey, <sighs> hey Tiff, what's an average week uh, kilometre-wise of, uh, of training for you? Uh, really depends on the week. Um, it's structured if it's a race week or just a training week, but anywhere from, let's say, a very light week is around 350K, a very big week. Yeah. More than 700. Yeah, oh, just a light one. Yeah, yeah light no one. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, 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 I'd like you to walk around the lake. <laughs> I'll get tired <laughs> driving 350k. <laughs> uh, man, before we let you go, I've got to ask you, you're sitting there and we're watching you down the line, of course. Uh, the I've got to, I've got to ask because we, we people uh, – Tiff, you're obviously happy with the mullet and the mo. What's going on there? When you're, when you're at uh, another team, I think you're very clean-skinned, uh, Valtteri. You're very neat and tidy, always shaven, no, none of this, none of that. Uh, I don't know whether you've just broken out now that you've gone with this team. Uh, Tiff, are you uh, in a grants in regards to the look of, uh, of the man? It's definitely grown on me. Um, at the start, I was like, okay, whatever. You do what you want. Like, <laughs> it started with my – but Ginger, I was like, as long as you raise for charity – I don't care. I'm not going to tell you what you can or cannot do. And, yeah, these days he actually, like, suits it scarily well. And so, yeah. Yeah, and the main thing is for me, when I look in the mirror every morning, I say, wow, that, that man is handsome. <laughs>
That's the main thing, right? Does it make you drive faster? Yeah. yeah. I think there's a bit of lap time in there. I would say about 10 or 2 per lap. So. Hey, but there, when you, like, we, we both love our, our F1 and that, but you've got so much to do as a driver of a team. You've got so much to, to keep an eye on and to, uh, you know, you've got to give feedback to your team every race and every lap and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> do you get a chance to see what else happens out on the track with other drivers? You're obviously, here in WA, we're, we're, as Goss said, we're big Danny Ricciardo fans and Oscar uh, Piastri being an Australian as well. We're all over them. They both had horrors at the uh, at the US. Do you get a chance to see what happens elsewhere while you're uh, racing or is it all just focused on what your car's doing in the race you're only focused on the direct competition like the cars a couple of cars ahead a couple of cars behind uh depending on the, the strategy but otherwise you have really no clue during the race but uh, i do normally try and watch the highlights and yeah any action that has happened in the race afterwards and we get like access of all the ones um from the race so you can see different overtakes or crashes whatever happens so yeah, I'll try to kind of look out afterwards. But like I said, during the race, it's really you're focused on your yeah. own thing. Yeah, what a shame that uh, Lewis got disqualified the other day. Hey, uh, can I just <laughs> mention... he might be mates with him. Oh, he yeah, probably might be, yeah, but it was good for Oscar. It was good for Oscar Piastri. Hey, hey, and Tiff, do you, love the, <laughs> do you love the circus that is? And I use that oh, term, yeah. Lucy. Do you love the Formula One circus? I've got a feeling you're a bit of a leveller. I think you both are a bit of a leveller. I think you go with the flow in regards to what you have to do to get the job done. But are you into all the, the glitz, the glamour, the way it looks? It's definitely great for people watching. On some races more than others, and <laughs> yeah, obviously I'm fortunate to be there on the ground and get to see it all. But you know, obviously my main focus is always Valtteri. But yeah, watching how the sport has changed in the last few years since I've been following around Valtteri has been quite interesting. But it definitely gets hectic sometimes, and you finish like the race weekend, you're like, okay, I just need like a day or two. Even sitting there, not really doing anything except for just watching and supporting. But it is quite cool, and particularly as we say, when you get some of the really crazy races, it's it can be quite fun. Yeah, appreciate it. Bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, look, appreciate it. Appreciate you taking it. Excited about everything. Valtteri, hopefully there's some success around the corner for you and your team. And But, Tiffany, uh, fantastic that you're really uh, warts and all into this. Of course, it's in the Santos Tour Down Under and we're taking place in Adelaide in January. It's uh, it's big. You've got this one event, of course, that we know that is back in your, in your country, in Finland. So have you taken anything out of that? into Adelaide, anything of the, what you've done well with that series into this? Yeah, of course, we we um, had a really successful first event for the Finland Gravel uh, in my hometown. Um, I think kind of the rideouts we did before, we, we learned that people just love it, like anyone can sign up who's attending the event. is <laughs> um, quite relaxed and also from the event of our partners that they, they do. We did this uh, hill climb competition. It was yeah. like a fun race and I was dressed as stuff, man. Like that's that was pretty cool. So we've got some ideas for Adelaide soon. Yeah. So the whole idea is it's more than just a race, you yeah. know. And as you said, like it's a race for anybody. Like you have your professional gravel races and you can have your complete amateurs all together on the start line together. But it's about making a fun few days of it. Come and hang out, come and meet yeah. each other, drink beer together as well. Okay. Maybe taste wineries. Yeah. But yeah, go okay. ride bikes together and you know, our sponsors will also do their own rides. And yeah, it's just about being more than just a race. It's like a whole experience and yeah, and to make it accessible for anybody. It does sound awesome and we'll give all the details in a sec, guys, but it, they lost me at climbing. <laughs> 
I'm out. Yeah, but it's a fun climb. You get dressed up. Nobody cares the result. It's just who's got the best costume. I'm too big to climb. I don't climb. Yeah. Too big. Downhill, excellent. Uphill. We were thinking maybe doing a vine sprint instead. Like oh, yes, vine. yes. Or we, we might do Margaret River as well. Hey, yeah, beautiful. Tourdownunder.com.au or www.rattlegravel, R-A-D-L-G-R-V-L.com. We'll put all our details up on our SNWA breakfast. Sounds awesome. our, yeah, it does sound awesome. Hey, we appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, we're absolutely thrilled that both of you could join us today. And we're, thanks for fitting us in your schedule. Look forward to seeing you when you get home. And home is Australia, Valteria. Hope you don't mind. Uh, and in Adelaide <laughs> yep. in the new year. All the very best. Thanks for joining us. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks for having us and hopefully see you in January. Absolutely. Yeah. Tiffany Cromwell and Valtteri Bodas, absolutely awesome. brilliant. Scotty and Goss on breakfast this Wednesday morning. Hope you enjoy our chat with Valtteri Bodas and Tiff Cromwell. You can get it on socials and podcasts catch up and uh, we appreciate their time on a very busy morning. Earlier in the half hour, thanks to the wonderful team at The Shoe. Meet your crew at The Shoe in the city. Uh, we had uh, our top five, five aside, our tall people. Yeah, well, I list? had five tall people. You list? had three tall people and a couple of shorties. Mine was um, Lauren Jackson at five, six foot five. Richard Keel, seven foot two. He played Mr. Larson in Happy Gilmore and Jaws in Moonraker. Manute Bowl at seven seven. Joel Garner. Why was, was he you one of your favourites? Oh, I was just waiting for him to just to fall into a million pieces like a Lego man or something. It was just it was built with nuts and bolts there, that many screws at him. I just enjoyed him. His average stats, but I enjoyed watching him. Joel Garner, six eight, he was number two. And the big flying feed gene at six eight as well. Nick Nat was number one yeah, for me. Yeah, you were a bit down a popularity contest. I was more about yeah. uh, people have done no, something. No, you weren't. You about short people. Five ten's not tall. It is for a woman. Joel Garner, big bird out of Sesame Street. There was a line ball fifth. Lauren Jackson, Maria Sharapova, six foot two. Spider Burton, very good. And I had Taylor Swift because she's five foot ten. And I think five foot ten is tall. Uh, thank you very much, Andre the Giant, Scotty from Bayswater. I've interviewed Andre the Giant when he was. Life. Uh, it was in Perth for the wrestling. Got nothing out of him. He's he was he was weird. Too much out of him now either. But um, Bruce Reed. Bruce Reed's a beauty. Yeah. Luke Longley in there. Yeah, Luke Longley, seven foot two. Basil. Yeah, but as, a bit, as I said, it, you, there had to be a, a good bloke element. <laughs> Cheap shot. Cheap shot. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a good fella, the Bas- mayor. Oh, Basil. Going around a second time round. Time nice uh, blokes, Baz. Pardon? One of the all-time nice blokes, Baz. I am Perth. We'll take a break. Oh, oh, shot across the bear. We'll take a break. Oh, boy. <laughs> Bit of news. Uh, and Tommy Hackett will join us. Ladbrokes, don't forget, it is Ladbrokes Cox Plate Day. Manicato Stakes at Mooney Valley on Saturday. It's Geelong Cup Day today, so yeah. we'll get to uh, Geelong Cup field. Winning gets Mark. a ride in the Melbourne. It certainly does. Cup. It does. Brendan Julian talking all things cricket. We'll see if uh, Travis Head's going to play. Uh, and don't forget, you can join the Red Army this NBL season. Become a Perth Wildcats member today. The Perth Wildcats in action Friday night at RAC Arena. This is Scotty Ingalls. It's time for an odds update. Thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroker. Ladbroker. Download the Ladbrokes app today. Hey, Tommy Hackett, we're hooping today. It starts the NBA. Nuggets, Lakers, Warriors, Suns. We cannot wait. What are the markets looking like? Good morning. Good morning, boys. Very excited for the start of the NBA season. The Denver Nuggets take on the Los Angeles Lakers. The Nuggets are the clear favourites here. Uh, they're $1.45. The Lakers out to $2.75. 
the Lakers have been slow starters in uh, recent years. Their uh, record in uh, season openers is quite poor. While the Nuggets were just so good to finish the, the season last year on their way to the NBA championship, so I'm pretty keen on the Nuggets today. My same game multi for this game. The Nuggets to win. I like LeBron James to have six or more assists, Jamal Murray to score 20 points or more, and Michael Porter Jr. to have six or more rebounds. That's going to get you $5.34. The second game between the Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns, the New Look Phoenix Suns have got one of the most star-studded rosters in the league with uh, Kevin Durant joining Devin Booker. Like the Golden State Warriors are uh, still got Steph Curry. They're still uh, looking to bounce back from a disappointing year last year. So the Warriors are doing back in the favourites there. They're $1.70. Phoenix Suns are $2.20. Same game multi for that one. I like the the Warriors to win. I like Devin Booker to score 20 points or more, and I like the over in total points betting. Uh, so there should be two really good games, and then we're, tomorrow we're right into it, just about every team in action. Absolutely. Hey, Tommy, where do people find your multis? Because you, uh, you have a massive following on the Ladbrokes uh, communities. Where do we find your multis posted? Yeah, we can, my, my same game multi will be shared in the basketball community on the Labrokes app. And you can also follow my profile as well. It's got a profile there, Tom Hackett, 1989. You follow my profile, you'll get my best start, not just for the NBA, but for everything across the board as well. There it is. Follow Tom Hackett on the Ladbrokes app if you haven't already. Hey, Geelong Cup Day today. What do you got for us? It is great race to Geelong Cup. Uh, could be appointed to the Melbourne Cup this year. It's been a while since the horse did the double. No horses won the Geelong Cup and the Melbourne Cup in the same year since Dunedin in 2011. But first, the Mortals looking to do that this year. We'll go into the Melbourne Cup as a lightweight chance. It's a two dollar ninety favourite to win the Geelong Cup today. Virtuous Circles, uh, second favourite, seven dollars into five fifty. Ash Runs being eight fifty into six dollars. But I like what it double figures here. So Luke and Finn, thirty one dollars into fifteen dollars. His form doesn't read particularly well, but he was a bit unlucky in the Bart Cummings last start. Before that, in the Colin Stephen quality in Sydney, he was very good. Done and go forward. Linda Meach in the saddle. Gay Waterhouse and Adrian Bott absolutely flying. I think $15 to win, $4 to play. is a great each way bet. Uh, tip off the NBA is just taking place. Tommy, appreciate your chat. We'll do it again tomorrow. Thanks, Josh. That odds update, thanks to Ladbrokes. Ladbroken, on all your favourite racing. Download the Ladbrokes app today. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Very happy to go back down to three. I've obviously batted there a lot over the last couple of years, so um, I feel really comfortable at three. And um, if you know, when, if and when Hedy comes back in, um, I think that's the best position, position for me to play for this team. I'm not sure who he'll replace at this stage, but um, I, I presume that if he's fit and he gets through today, that he'll play. But um, that decision will be made tonight. Mitch Marsh talking ahead of tonight's game, Australia versus the Netherlands. First ball is bowled 4.30. You can see all the action on Fox Cricket, and Brendan Julian is the host of Fox Cricket. It is all about Travis Head. BJ, appreciate your time. Good morning. G'day, guys. How are you? Good to talk to you. Yeah, going well. Uh, so what's your expectation in regards to who Travis Head comes in for, which we believe he definitely will be playing? Well, yeah, I think he'll come in probably from Marnus. Um, and I agree with what Mitch Marsh says. There, you know, he's best up up the top. You got to get it. You got to get a game ahead and get him into this tournament um, ahead of the big game on the weekend against New Zealand. But you know, you don't want to take Netherlands lightly. But it's the ideal preparation for him. Hey, look, plenty of upsets haven't there been so far at the moment? India unbeaten in South Africa, who we know have have smashed a couple of teams, but had an upset of their own. New Zealand going strong. We're currently fourth, but. We're only one game away from going all the way to the bottom, to be brutally honest with you. If you're looking just at uh, <laughs> wins and losses, it could be really well, uh, crucial. This game is, and um, we don't want to be upset by the Dutch. Oh, 
Oh, mate, absolutely. I mean, we know the Dutch beat South Africa, and that was a rain-affected game. Um, look, Australia, no doubt, had a pretty tough start. They had some tough teams at the, at the start of this tournament. But you're right, the one game going south, you can end up dividing. But also, if they win against Netherlands today, they'll go clear fourth. They'll go two points ahead of Pakistan, and they've got a game in hand. So I, I think the guys have probably hit their straps in the last game, and they're slowly building some momentum. Yeah, they've got a few issues there in the middle order and, you know, taking early wickets. But I'm pretty confident um, they should get through. Big game will be on Saturday against the Kiwis. If they drop the game against the Kiwis, that's going to be tough. Well, don't talk like that, Beach. Hey, good to talk to you again, mate. Uh, Mitch Marsh, uh, we heard him just before talk about if he has to go back down the order, then so be it if Travis Head comes in. But, geez, he's seen him like a watermelon at the top. Well, he is. Uh, um, you know, obviously the last game, that record partnership between him and Davey, 259, pretty good. Um, but, uh, look, him coming in, opening on three, I think it's the, pretty, it's the same thing. You know, you can be in pretty early in, in a one-day game with a new ball anyway, so I, I don't think he's going to lose too much if he slides down to three. I think he prefers to be there. I'd rather have Travis Head up the top there anyway. The only slight thing you may go against is having two lefties, but I, I think, you know, you've got to remember that Travis said before that injury, He's our best batter in 23, strike rate 140-odd, averaging 75 for the year. So you've you got to get him in the side. Yeah, all right. Okay, mate. Stats always prove me wrong. <laughs> I get that. Hey, uh, I got a bit excited after the Pakistan win and I thought, okay, we're back. We, we've got we've got our mojo. We're good to go. Then we see Pakistan lose. Do they lose Afghanistan? Do they lose Afghanistan? Yeah. yeah. So maybe that, maybe that form is probably – well, hasn't quite been frank oh, yet. It's – it's hard with Pakistan. I mean, I, look, at the start of the tournament, I didn't have them in the top four. And then they started and got out of the blocks early. And I thought, yeah, they were definitely the top four. They were horrible against us. I mean, they dropped Davey Warner on about two of the easiest catch you'll ever get in fifth grade. And they spilled it. And <laughs> as soon as they did that, I went, you know what? They are done and dusted for this game. But it, it, it's, it's just typical Pakistan. You know, you never know what you're going to get. And then to, to drop against Afghanistan is always a, a big one for them. Look, Afghanistan are, are not a bad side. If they... If they can put some runs on the board, their bowling is very, very good. If they play Australia on a real spinning pitch, it won't be easy for us. But I think for Pakistan, um, you know, that, that's just a loss they can't afford to have. And I think that's good for us. Look, these upsets are great for us. I, I always think England out of the picture is good. Pakistan, a few wobbles as well. So when you ever you have upsets and you start the tournament so like we did, it's always good for us. What do we have to do better? What do we have to get right oh. uh, We're halfway through the tournament so far? I'll tell you what we're going to do right in terms of the batting. Our batting between numbers three and six has been shocking. They're averaging 22. That's, that's an issue. When, you, when you, you think of other teams like New Zealand, South Africa and India, they're all averaging above 75. So you've got to get into the picture of our number three and our number six. The batters in the middle order have been horrible. And we've been the lowest average in the whole comp. And that's where we've lost it. You know, we've lost batting collapses in, in the last three out of the four matches. So that is one issue where we've got to get a lot better. And then also on the bowling side of things, we've got to take early wickets in the power plays. We have not taken one wicket in the last three games in the power plays, and that's a problem mm-hmm. because oppositions are getting off the really good starts against us. And when you get to the big teams and the big games, you've got to make sure that you're taking early wickets. Against South Africa, they're none for 108. I don't actually know how they lost. Um, but, uh, you know, we, we lost against um, South Africa. And then Sri Lanka... We were none for 100. They were none for 125, and, and we ended up winning that game. And, and then Pakistan, they were none for 134. You know, so we've got to make sure um, that that we take early wickets in our middle order five. 
India are the team to beat, I would imagine. I mean, it's at home, makes it a bit easier. The crowd's on their side, uh, huge support. Coley is just in rare form. Sharma uh, looks like he's in control of everything that's going on out there. Uh, that, do you agree? Are they the absolute uh, team to knock off? Yeah, 100%. They've got, a great, they've got a great balance in their side. Their top order is firing. Uh, their bowling is just so solid. They're disciplined. Um, and, and, you know, they've got a relatively easy run home, I reckon. They, you know, they take on uh, England, I think, in their next game. They, they should smash them. Then they take on Sri Lanka. They should beat them. So, and, and then South Africa, they take was one of their last pool games so, or group games. So, look, there's no doubt they'll be up the top. But, you know, you get to the, you get to the finals. You get to uh, an informed couple of teams, you know, whether it's us taking on them. Um, that that could be a tough game to watch. Was no one will want to play us in, in in the semi-final, and if we end up playing India in the semi-final, that could that could go either way. But you're right, India uh, are the informed side at the moment. Um, you always think there's a lot of pressure when you're when you're at home, but I think for India at this stage, um, they look very very calm and disciplined, and the fielding's really good. I mean, that's one mm. thing about their their fielding. Um, they've only dropped five catches, India, out of the whole tournament. Uh, we've dropped nine which is, you know, that's a real big example of, of where your team's at. Adam Zampa's got some injury clouds. BJ, what are you hearing there? His back spasms are, uh, are causing him some grief, and he finally took some wickets uh, last game after yeah. being carted uh, the first couple. Yeah, you're right. Um, look, he's taken eight wickets in the last couple of games. You're right. He, I, I think he's getting back to where he's at. I mean, at the end of the day, back spasms, mate, he's just going to have to get on with it because, at, at, you know, they, they may try and rest him maybe against Netherlands tonight. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but if he's stiff and sore, they may do that. I mean, but it's ridiculous that we didn't put another spinner in the squad. I mean, mm. I cannot understand how you go to a World Cup in India and you take one mm. front-line spinner. That's just ridiculous. <laughs> you know, they took an extra quick thing, Sean Abbott. I don't know why they did that. It should have been either a left-arm spinner or it should have been uh, Sangakara should have stayed over there and, and got him in the squad. So, yeah, a little bit of pressure on Zance, but... He bowled well on the last game. Uh, a little bit of celebrate, Goss, and get on with it. Yeah. Hey, before Please. before I uh, before I uh, let you go, uh, we let you go. Appreciate your time, Brendan Julian Fox Cricket. Don't forget tonight, four thirty, first ball, four o'clock. The coverage starts on Fox uh, Australia versus the Netherlands. I just read this morning, and it's just music to my eyes. New South Wales haven't won a Shield game fourteen <laughs> matches in a row. Yeah. How yeah, good's that? Unbelievable, isn't it? Oh. I know, I know, mate, and I'm living in Sydney, so I'm, I'm loving it as well. I mean, it's a real, it's a real issue. I've got to say, it's a real issue over here in New South Wales. I mean, I don't reckon they've got their coaching sorted. They haven't got, you know, uh, their senior players, their selections. They're just all over the shop. A lot of the players are taking off and moving into state. You know, where they're going to Adelaide or Melbourne or Brisbane and all that sort of stuff. But they're, they're moving out of state, which is which is ridiculous because they are a powerhouse. Correct. Second to WA, obviously, Correct. but um, it, it's a real big surprise. Um, you know, they, obviously they've got a few players in the test side, but, you know, it's it's something they've got to sort out, surely. Very much so. Hey, BJ, bring it up with Hads. Just enjoying it for a little bit longer. Bring it up with Hads on the set. I'll bring it up with Hads and Junior, and they'll just brush them and blow me back. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you guys are so bad. Thank you so very bad. much. BJ, appreciate your time. See you on the telly. See you, boys. Here is Brendan Julian, Fox Cricket host, Australia versus the Netherlands. A big game. Upsets are in the offing. Got to be careful. Coin tosses at four. And the first ball, 4.30 our time. SEM Breakfast, if you didn't listen, this is what you've missed. You sat down and you went, where's my mouse? It was seriously <laughs> sitting one inch in front of your face. Yep. Like, not even hidden. It was um, It was actually a step below the <laughs> where's my sonny's. And they're actually on your head. Yeah. Where's my hat? Where's, I haven't got my hat. Oh, it's on your head. Mate.
mate. I look down on most people. Look down <laughs> yeah, on you, you short rotund. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go to Revo Fitness. Oh. <laughs> well, it just so happens, I am. I'm signed up. <laughs> I've signed up. Really yeah, I'm going to Revo. What for? I want to lose weight, stupid. What are you reckon? The muffins there, do they? <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, they've got these magnificent massage chairs. They're <laughs> beauty. Valtteri Bottas, Tiff, you're obviously happy with the mullet and the mo. These days he actually like suits it scarily well. And so, yeah. yeah. And the main thing is for me, when I look in the mirror every morning, I say, wow, that, that man is handsome. <laughs> That's the main thing, right? <laughs> Does it make you drive faster? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think there's a bit of lap time in there. I would say about 10 or 2 per lap. So. <laughs> Oh, no. What are you finishing with? Uh, I'm finishing with um, news coming out of West Coast. Uh, I am reliably informed there is a major announcement out of West Coast Eagles today. I've only just received the details. I have tried to have it confirmed. I'm going to take it to the bank. See you. That there will be a significant announcement at West Coast. I've asked the CEO, <laughs> but I don't think it's the CEO announcement. I think it runs a little bit deeper than that. Football Keep related. an ear and eye out, football related. Thanks, boys. Do it again tomorrow. Cheers. Damien Lane and Aiden O'Driscoll in the studio. Young hopeful trying to get drafted. <laughs>